Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Deductionist podcast. You may or may not have already used your astute and accurate powers of observation to realize that Adam isn't here today. He has prior engagements, uh, so he'll be back very, very soon. So it's just me and a microphone and my beard. To talk to you uh, about the many weird and wonderful ways that one could uh, train within this particular field. So, if you've t if you've tuned in for another discussion about her, then I I might give this one a miss because this one <laughs> is going to be focused primarily on training for this uh, for this way of life training towards the proper mindset for uh, for reading people and observation and awareness and the capability to deal with a lot of information at the same time now <laughs> thank you very much dave uh, thank you very much <laughs> and what a beard it is um well thank you um so that's going to be the discussion for today. There is a reason that I keep going on about mindset uh, as much as what I do. Uh, and it's not to try and sound anything like Eric Bugenhagen at all. Uh, because if you have not cultivated the proper mindset to be able to utilize these skills and have it strong yet pliable and malleable, then you're going to do yourself a disservice for whatever other kind of method and any other kind of skill set and attribute and technique that you put on over the top. If your mindset isn't capable of doing it, then any kind of work that you do on uh, on the on the back of whatever kind of training regimen is isn't going to be as beneficial, isn't going to be as good. It is it is simply like marching your way through 10,000 hours just for the sake of completing 10,000 hours so you can say I've done it where is my mastery why do I still suck at what I'm doing right because the whole important part of the specifics of practice is to make sure that you're doing it properly right it's all well and good making sure that you do your exercise every day but if all you're doing is three sit-ups and half a press-up you're not you're not really going to feel the benefit of that if at all okay so there will be a, a a reason why not only i train this as much as what i do but when i'm asked about it i'll keep talking about it and given that this is a uh, this is my podcast where i will speak freely uh, anybody that is choosing to listen is going to uh, is is going to feel that consequence as well so there is a need, a trifling need, to make sure that you are paying attention to a number of things at the same time when you are reading a person or a scenario or a group of people or a group of people within a scenario. If you were to stop and focus on just how many moving parts there are, not only literally, but metaphorically in terms of the things that you would be able to develop your skills around, it's far too much for you to compute at the same time. 
right? It's far too much for you to focus on. If you think of something like this scenario, right? You've got my breathing rate, you've got my blink rate, you've got the, you've got the notion of the light uh, interacting with my pupillary movements. You've got the fact that I'm, I'm twisting over here to sometimes to look at the camera, to look at the details from the sound, to come back to the camera, to come back to my, my, my props, which you will, see, you, you will see shortly. There's the timing of how much I'm moving my hands in in relation to what kind of hemispheres I'm moving them into. Am I adjusting my legs? Where am I? You know, and, and it keeps going. If you were to stop and think about any individual stream and stack them up like that, you'd start bleeding from the eyes. It's too much. It's too much to focus on all at once. So you craft the ability to make sure that this stays calm enough, in a nutshell, to be able to pick apart and deal with these multiple streams of data at the same time. Right, because for those just listening to this, you might be able to hear my voice, but you get a you, you get a better understanding of if my mouth sounds dry or not. You get a better understanding of uh, if there are any sounds uh, in the background that you can hear, you know, or, or you get a better understanding of the kind of chair that I'm on when when I move and I will move. Uh, you know, it, it will happen. I'm 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 sat uh, in a in a figure four leg cross position, so my knee will get tired and I will have to move at some stage. You will have a better hearing position for this. And even there, there's a lot of things to take stock of and a lot of things to be aware of. So you go through the proper training regimen to make sure that you can do this. And it is about leaning into those things that make you feel um, uncomfortable. It is about leaning into those things that provide you a challenge. It, it, it is about leaning into those things that work towards what you want in this area. And in a nutshell, what we're looking to do, everyone has, well, not the aphantasiacs uh, 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 and the like, but for a, a, a great many of us, there is a little voice that lives in your head. Uh, not in a, in a mental illness kind of way, but it's your inner monologue. These are your access to your thoughts that tell you how good you're going to be at something that tells you if you're hungry, if you need the bathroom, if you hate that guy, if you like that dog over there, you know, this, this kind of thing. It is something that can stop you from completing tasks to the best of your ability before you've actually even started, right? If you've ever been given something to do and you've immediately thought, oh, I'll never be able to do that, that's that little voice uh, inside of your head leading these little negative stories and interwoven, interwoven, interweaving. Mixing them with, <laughs> I've heard it both ways, mixing them with, um, your belief in your own ability. Now, this isn't anything kind of spiritual or self-helpy uh, uh, and the like. You are placing a limiting belief on yourself before you've started whatever it is that you're getting involved in at that particular time. So there are ways to provide a higher degree of control over this, right? I simply refer to it as, as the headphone game. Not a very ingenious title, given that it, it is something that uses headphones. But uh, I, <laughs> arose by any other name, right? Now, I, I first came across this um, method, I guess you would call it, uh, in reading uh, about some of the histories and practices that Bruce Lee went through when he was developing his uh, more philosophical side, when he was developing his, his, uh, his thoughts and beliefs and actionable intent 
on uh, you know the creation of Jeet Kune Do and his philosophy towards uh, movement and the art of fighting without fighting. And he was known for having and listening to two separate audio sources from uh, uh, from very different kind of uh, uh, emotional influence, but at the same time, it was a way for him to quiet the mind and center himself. Right, that's where I first started. Uh, getting involved in that mostly initially just because i wanted to emulate bruce lee it was if bruce lee did it i did it uh, at the time but this is when i was uh, in my in my formative years uh, and i was a lot smaller and a lot younger than what i am now so if if uh, it, i didn't do the squealing bear in mind i didn't do any of that but in the in terms of the training methods if uh, if if bruce was doing the two finger push ups then so was i uh, if bruce, if bruce was doing uh, handstand push ups then so was i if if bruce was flexible enough to uh, kick vertical then that was something that i was working on as well he he was ahead of the game in a lot of ways in a lot of ways he was yeah definitely it is just for whoever's posted that from uh, from the facebook group um you would need to follow the link uh, in the description uh, so I know who it is. Or just comment so I know who it is because you're just coming up as Facebook user from this side uh, if it is that you want to join in. So what I did on the back of that is I started to uh, research these kinds of things further. And the closest I got uh, in terms of tracking it back uh, as far as I could track it back was to uh, Colin Cherry. Now, Colin Cherry, for those of you that don't know, well, you, you may be more familiar with the, what, what's, what's fast become like a, like a, a pop psychology uh, a, a kind of a terminology with the, uh, the cocktail effect. Now, this was a, a form of auditory focus in, if, you were in, if you were in a cocktail bar, having a conversation with somebody else, and then a few tables down, somebody said, Ben, and even though you weren't concentrating, you would turn around, but obviously insert your own name here. That's the cocktail effect in a nutshell. But if you look a little further at some of, these, uh, uh, some of the experiments that he did, into this realm of, uh, of of auditory focus and concentration in this way, right? There was uh, there was a paper that he published in 1953 called "Some Experiments on Recognition of Speech with One and with Two Ears." Okay, and in a nutshell, what he would do, <coughs> excuse me, in a nutshell, what he would do is many variations of essentially the same thing. There was a conversation recorded between two people. He would have his subjects place uh, place their headphones in or sit near a speaker so they could uh, so, could, so they could hear it. And the aim of the game was to, for you to focus on one side of the conversation uh, and remember as much detail as you possibly can, so that when you're questioned about it, you'd be able to field uh, field questions on the topic later. Boom, done. You still didn't sort out your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. I did. It's cute. Uh, anyway, so this is this is the best it's getting for the time being. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There are there are there are problems uh, abound of which I don't have the technical capacity to sort at the moment. So um, I, I just brought the microphone closer to my mouth, uh, and and it, it, it's it's worked okay so far, but. Uh, if if you're having trouble, then uh, I apologise. Uh, and if you aren't, then there's there's no side of that that, that applies to you. Um, so 
what he would have them do is concentrate on one side of the conversation. Then he would have the two separate audio sources in with one conversation happening on one side and one conversation happening on the other. Sounds fine to Dave. Cool. Um, let's let's not make this a, a, an, another stream where everyone just uh, everyone just discusses the sound <laughs> for the whole time. So. He would have uh, one conversation in one ear and one conversation in the other, so that now, initially, when both conversations were happening from one audio source, you could field questions, albeit not really accurately, but from both sides of the conversation, even though you were really only paying attention to one. When the audio sources were separated and you were asked to follow one, it became more challenging to provide details on the other because you're splitting your focus that way over different uh, 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 over different sources over different origins of the sound uh, there was another version where the uh, the conversation was um, nonsensical so it didn't hold any kind of uh, uh, any, any anything linear anything that would be resembling a narrative uh, uh, in in this way so it would be words it would be noises it would be reactions it would be emotions it would be grunting uh, and the like and the, the directive was to remain the same, to pick a voice, to pick a person that you can hear and single out, follow along with their side of things and field questions on it after the fact. The struggle being in that regard because there was, it was nonsensical. There was nothing for you to really hang your hat on in that, in that regard. So what came out of these at a very reductionistic level, I'm not going to labour you with, uh, with all of the information from the paper itself. If you're interested... Track it down. It's interesting. Uh, it's dry as a read. Don't get me wrong. It was written in the 50s. But it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's come a long way since then. However, what it highlights is our ability to switch audio focus or our oral, A-U-R-A-L, our oral attention at will. Okay? So what I took away from that is there is a game that I can use to challenge my emotional state at the time, whether that be to push towards annoyance or frustration or fatigue or uh, informational overload or whatever it is. That's what I push towards. And with that game, I would first start with one ear. I would have, I would have Enya going. It was, it's usually either Enya or Panpipes. But anything really quiet, melodic, rainforest sounds whale song is another one there's a popular one um with all of the uh the sleep tracks on spotify that is uh, uh, uh i think it's womb sounds uh, sounds of a baby in the womb it's it's I, I mean i haven't listened to it but it's supposed to be quite relaxing because it's in that playlist that's up to you anyway that's by the by so you choose what you want for the quiet sound and then in the other side you play something very loud and attention getting Right, uh, something that you don't really have any particular feelings towards, and then you put that in this side. Now, there will come a point, due to the nature of your ears and the way that they work, that if you turn the decibels down too low, you simply won't be able to hear it. Or if you turn the loud music up too high, it will simply become more about pain than it will about, uh, uh, than it will about listening to something that is loud and attention-grabbing. You will have to play with this uh, in terms of finding that sweet spot between the two, right? You'll, that's what you'll have to play with to find that. It will depend on the kind of headphones that you're using. I realize the irony now in me talking about sound uh, in this particular stage, but there we are. Um, 
so you will have to find that sweet sweet spot where something is just quiet enough that you can still hear it of the quiet music and the loud music is just loud enough that it doesn't become overbearing right that it is just loud and then you sit you do you 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 meditate you think you do whatever you want but the point is you would be tasked to follow along with the quieter music to follow every beat every whale noise every crash of the wave every melodic note of whatever it is that you're listening to that's what you follow along with so the entire time this attention grabbing piece is consistently poking at where that little voice lives inside of your head going pay attention to me pay attention to me right and you have to dig your heels in until that becomes comfortable enough that you can simply just follow along with what you do when you're starting to build up detail the next stage up from that is you change the loud music for something that you can play at a loud volume but it makes you feel something be it positively or negatively that is a choice for you i choose negatively uh because i i like to uh <laughs> i like to make sure the music that i i enjoy on a positive note um, I don't want to push towards anything that resembles training. Uh, that is uh, that is my preference. You do it as you wish uh, in that particular moment. So it needs to make the, uh, the 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 noise that the little voice inside of your head is giving. It needs to make it louder. It needs to make it more emotive. So it stands a chance at this stage of gaining more of your attention because it's speaking to different parts of your brain and therefore different parts of your body albeit minutely different parts of your brain and therefore different parts of your body but different all the same right so for me it would it would always be either the music of justin bieber or the music of jennifer lopez because i can't stand either of those people so i would put that on and then I would look to find my competency levels with being able to follow along on that, uh, on that which is quiet, on my Enya soundtrack, okay? Uh, you need to make sure that in the change between, uh, uh, the change between uh, songs, the change between levels, uh, as it were, would be to switch sides. So I've got uh, Enya in one side, something loud in the other, comfortable following along with Enya, I can whoop, switch the other side and then I can uh, maintain my competency in both sides. You don't want to risk a kind of uh, uh, inattentional deafness of sorts with, with, this, with this experiment. The step up after the music that makes you feel something is to change out uh, Enya, uh, in this case for me, or the panpipes, change that out for an audiobook whatever kind of preference is is your own whether it be fiction non-fiction whatever right if you're going for something fictional your task then is to follow along with the story follow along with the characters where they're going what they're saying what they're wearing the kind of drama they get involved with the things that they say the things that they see whatever's contained within the story if it's if, if it's something non-fictional or even a podcast your task is to follow along with the detail of what's been spoken about your task is to follow along with points that are made uh, numbers dates facts figures uh, uh, names of of uh, of psychologists that experimented with oral attention in the 50s right 
I'm not. I'm going to try and, uh, and not name him again, just to see if there were some that were paying attention already that can remember what the guy's name actually is. Okay, and this is what we're building: competency at making sure we are in control of our own ability to focus on a single informational stream, despite everything else that is going on in the, in the far recesses of wherever we think we store our little voice. Whenever I whenever I reference mine, it's always here. So whenever I'm referencing it, it's something that I'm talking about, I point to it. Whenever it does something good, like throws me up a piece of information that I wasn't consciously aware of, it's always, well done, good brain, that was good, well done brain, this way around. <laughs> it's just a, it's just an, an anecdotal thing that I do, but there we are, that's where I believe the little voice inside my head lives, it's here. Um, and don't worry, I've not officially lost my marbles, I think I still have one or two left around here. Now... There have been a number of ways that I have uh, I, I have utilized these kinds of things over the years. Uh, here we go. What's Tessa's, what's Tessa got for me? Let me try and put the comment on the screen. Uh, uh, I used to do a thing with clocks. I had three in a room, and I would sit and focus on only one. I got so good at it that I could go into a state where I would hear absolutely nothing but that clock. Boom. Awesome. And that's the principle in a nutshell. That's the principle in a nutshell right there. You can only hear the clock. The reason I changed it out for audio sources and things with uh, different degrees of detail and different degrees of emotional influence is because of the field that I work in, right? I need to make sure that my emotional influence is under control, complete control, so that I can still be focusing on the information for precisely as it's presented to me. And if I can focus on one thing at once when everything else is going on yet still be interactive and engaged, my observation level, my observation capability expands with this because I am comfortable with a large degree of information. I know that I can focus on individual moving parts if I need to, but I can still drink in the detail as and when I choose to because that is completely under my control that is this in a nutshell we're pushing towards a strength over this not to shut it off not to not to stop it from doing what it does but just to have a bit of control so that if there ever comes a time uh, when you have had uh, an emotional reaction to something there is less likelihood that you are going to miss vital information as a result after the fact, whatever that might be. You know, for parents, uh, sorry, for teachers, it might be a, a, a parent-teacher conference with a kid in the class that you, you think is a real dick. <laughs> Let's be fair, right? That's, that's, that's probably, the, probably, probably the case for, te for teachers somewhere. There will be at least one person in one of your classes that you just don't like, though you would never admit out loud. Are you gonna be able to give um, valuable and decent feedback to the parents if all you are focusing on is the fact that you hate this kid the parents might be lovely you might be the best people on the planet but the kid's a bit of a bell end right are you going to be able to communicate effectively as a teacher if that's all you're focusing on you need to make sure you've got the control over this so that you can do your job effectively and ensure that the, uh, the, the the competence that you have in that particular situation is the best it can be. Now, that's just an example for teachers. That it, Dave's got one from the comments. Call me doing it right now with some audio noise in the background. Boom. He's, li he's, he's listening to me at the moment and doing other things 
and listening to noise in the background, but making sure, hopefully, <laughs> that he's uh, that he's taking in precisely what goes on uh, in, in this podcast, right? So the, the, but there have been a number of ways over the years that I've that I've done this, and as life gets busier and a mobile technology becomes uh, freer to do this, excuse me, the um, the, the 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 opportunity to uh, combine these elements with other motor skills um, uh, becomes a new challenge that you can get involved with to try and strengthen your resolve, uh, not resolve's the wrong word, strengthen your control uh, over that over that particular part that governs those functions. So, my favorite way, bar none, is with bone conduction headphones. And, uh, and I'll get into precisely why afterwards. So I, I did have a pair of, uh, of of the big headphones that cover your ears so that they could go over my AirPods as well. And I could get those two separate audio sources going on at the same time, both ears at the same time, and still be doing precisely what I'm doing. So nowadays, what I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll have one of my language tracks on, uh, the, the quiet one, so I'm paying attention to whatever language I'm learning at that particular time or whatever podcast it is that I'm listening to at that particular time. And I'll have something like the uh, a, a news channel or I'll have something like... Uh, uh, my, my my favorite band at that particular time a lot of the times it just comes back to real big fish because that, that's just guaranteed to start making me move not very well but that's just that's just guaranteed to start making me do it and if i'm if i'm skanking in the middle of the kitchen rather than paying attention to uh whoever's trying to teach me something in the quieter headphones i've lost already i've lost the focus right so what that will then provide me is a feedback response of my awareness of what my body does when I start to lose focus so I can get visual prompts to, uh-oh, I'm not where I am. What can I change about this to move backward, uh, back to where I am, uh, where I need to be? Now, bone conduction headphones. The, you, you might not be able to see them clearly uh, due to the nature of the green screen. What about if I hold them there? Now, if you've never used these before, <laughs> Craig, I dare you to do it with audio clips from Love Island. <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, your sound is too low, I think, and it plays uh, a role for your videos to be recommended. Uh, thank you, Sue Allen. Um, it seems to be the case that there's different audio for different people. Uh, Dave, Dave's hearing it fine uh, and the like. So I, I've... You know, I've, I'm, I, I, it is what it is for the time being. I've never really cared about being recommended. Uh, I've, I've never really, um, uh, I've never really been interested in, uh, in stats and facts and figures and being, you know, uh, Captain Mister Popular. I make these because I want information out there that I care about that I think is, is positive and that will have a, a decent effect for anybody else training in this way uh, and try and help in whatever cack-handed educational way that I can. If people enjoy it, great. Uh, if, if it's only one or two people, then that's great as well. It just means that I'm speaking to one or two focused people. I appreciate the heads up, um, but if, uh, in, in terms of recommendations uh, uh, based on sound uh, and whatnot, it's it's not really something uh, it's not really something I focus on. I would rather people listen to uh, the, the the information that's being communicated. You could see that as your own uh, emotional task, all the same. If you think the sound is too low, uh, then you're right. Uh, if you think is the sound isn't too low, 
then you're right. You know, then you're right. But I appreciate your heads up all the same. Now, the, uh, the, the headphones itself, these aren't on, but they go over the top of your ears so that there is actually nothing inside of your ears when they are on. There's nothing inside there. The sound feels like, to me, it's just being beamed directly into your head so that now I can have up to three separate audio sources to train this with on the go, increasing my uh, my ability to take on separate uh, uh, motor skill tasks as well. I, I love to uh, task this to its uh, to its nth degree, at least its nth degree for me uh, when I'm when I'm exercising. Uh, I, I, I will put three separate audio sources on and just go mad because that's that's for me is a way to fully test that I can focus on not only my and not only my proprioception levels within the room of where I'm being very physical or where I'm being uh, very uh, 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 very active and jumping around I do a lot of functional training uh, and, and the like but then I can also change at will between each of the streams and then after the fact, test myself uh, in terms of what I've listened to, right? So if it's, a, if it's a podcast, a language track, and some songs, I don't need to test myself on the songs because it'll be songs I've listened to for years. I'd, I've, I have a very eclectic taste in music, but it's only recently that my kids have started introducing me to some bands that I might like that I've kind of spread my wings a little bit further. Usually it's just the same stuff. Um, so I don't really need to test myself on that. So when it comes to the languages, pretty easy way to test myself on that. It'll come back to the moments where you're supposed to fill it in with whatever it is that you've been listening to and learning. Can you do it? Yes. Or can you do it? No. Uh, 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 and, and the like. Or if it's with a podcast on a particular topic, I'll try and write down uh, as much as I recall, not in any particular order, but I'll try and write about the particular topics that were spoken about. Then I'll go back and listen to the podcast again by itself, see how well I did, get a decent feedback in terms of how capable I am at listening to all of these three different audio sources at the same time. Yeah, three different sounds, three different sources of audio information. Basically, I've got my bone conduction headphones on that's given me one source of audio or audio straight into my head. I've got one AirPod uh, in one side that goes to one other audio source. And then I've got some, uh, uh, I've got either some cheapy uh, from like some Wish versions uh, of, of AirPods that goes in the other, or I've got my big uh, all coverage earphones that I use that I use as well, so I can try and fight information overload, so that I can try and fight uh, uh, my ability to lose focus, uh, and so that I can try and fight my ability to stay engaged in the information and indeed the motor tasks that I'm doing, because it's very very difficult to do two completely different functions at the same time. It, it, it is. I've not read. I mean, I would imagine it's close to impossible to give it 100% either way. But what I can do is I can make sure that if I chop and change between them, that the time that I'm spending on each individual element is that focused and that in depth that it is worth the time spent missing while I'm focusing on the other ones, right? If we can drive and think about gears and, and clutch control and speed limits 
and people crossing the road and people playing games near the road up ahead, the, the temporary traffic lights that are there, where I'm going, what I'm doing, the time I need to be there, but there's also songs on, I'm having a conversation with the people that's in the car, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eating a chewing gum, I'm fishing around for my wallet so I can pay for parking uh, as I go in. If we can do all of these things at the same time, then I can definitely, definitely train myself to focus on multiple streams of information at will as and when I choose to. And the great thing about being involved in this particular field is we can then use our reasoning skills, our deductive, our inductive and our abductive reasoning to try and piece between the streams during the time that we'd missed. Right? Will it ever be as effective as listening to one thing with 100% focus? No. But we live in a world and a reality where, as a, as a people reader, as somebody engaged in, in behavioral analysis, right, uh, that's my job, right? That's, that's, that's what I do for a living. This, this YouTube phenomenon, uh, uh, as in the phenomenon of, phenomenon of YouTube, not that this is a phenomenon, <laughs> the phenomenon of YouTube, is secondary, right? Um, so you are in situations there where it could be two people, it could be 202 people. If you're engaged in a, in a super recognized task, it could be up to 30,000 people that you need to be focusing on, as well as the situation, the environment, the buildings, the maps, the toilets, the times, the temperatures, the comings, the goings, the entrances, the exits, everything that's going on, as well as 30,000 other people, and you have to find one or two in amongst that mess. That's a lot of information to take stock of. So if I don't have, com uh, if I don't have complete control over this, then I'm already going to be on the back foot from the get-go. Now, just for some of the guys in the comments saying that they're going to look into getting these, I highly recommend them. I do. But they ain't cheap. <laughs> they're not cheap at all. I think these were £130? One hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty pounds Something like that, right? So they're not cheap. I would imagine there would be cheaper versions. I mean, I don't know. But I would imagine there would be. But when it when it comes to uh, you know bone conduction technology, there are there are certain levels that I'm 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 not willing to scrimp on, <laughs> right? Especially when it benefits my training. So that's that's just something that I wanted to talk to you guys about for now. Uh, if you are having uh, issues with the sound, then I apologise. Um, uh, but it's it's one of those that it, it it is what it is for the time being. Um, there you go, uh, Craig saying you can get pairs for about uh, you can get pairs for about forty quid. Uh, I imagine those uh, those more adept at internet research uh, can find some even cheaper, uh, even cheaper. But with that in mind, guys, uh, it is a quick one today. Just from yours truly, I wanted to stop by with some training methods and tips and things that you can start to put to work. And I, I wholeheartedly encourage you to look into the work of that guy that I mentioned towards the start of the stream that hopefully you can all remember you because you were paying complete attention despite, uh, uh, despite everything else that's going on around you. So with that in mind, I'm going to love you and leave you. And I will, uh, 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 I'll see you all next time. All the best. Bye. -bye.